Hey, how are you? Tracy Brinkman here, and welcome to another episode of Your Success at Last Tips to Improve Performance. In today's episode of Your Success at Last, we're going to discuss not letting the monsters of your life steal your dreams. I'm going to share with you a resource where you can get started on or reignite your path to goal and dream achievement. And finally, in the quick tip, I want to share with you a few questions I want you to ask yourself to make sure you're not becoming a monster that's stealing someone else's dreams. You ready? All right, let's get started. So let's start with a question. Were you one of the millions of people that as little kids were afraid of the monster in the closet or that boogeyman under your bed? <laughs> I know I was. Uh, I mean, I used to love watching those good old black and white horror movies, you know, the, the Bela Lugosi movies, the Vincent Van Price movies, the Dracula, and the Curse of the Mummy, and Creature of the Black Lagoon, and Frankenstein, and Bride of Frankenstein. I love watching those old horror movies. And I used to always get nightmares after watching them. Until I saw one called Terror in the Wax Museum. I was 10 years old. And my mom and dad actually let me go see Terror in the Wax Museum in the theater when it first came out. Oh, and for those of you doing the research, I just dated myself. Anyway, after seeing that movie, something inside me clicked. I realized that it's not real. It was fake. I could truly enjoy the movie. And since then, I've never had another horror movie-inspired nightmare, even to this day. I mean, let's be honest. There's something truly exciting about being scared by these movies. And many of us, obviously, love going to watch them. So many of us, in fact, that some of the top movies from last year alone were Insidious, Apollo 18, The Haunting in Georgia, Fright Night, which is a remake for another one from when I was a kid, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, Paranormal Activity 3, which means there was a 1 and the 2, the Right, based on a true story, huh, truly scary, 11-11-11, and The Human Centipede. I mean, horror has become such a part of our lives and our society, and it's all interwoven that I actually saw while I was surfing the cable channels that recently one of my cable uh, channels premiered a program called Monster Man. And this Monster Man show is all about how they create the monsters and the special effects for all these wonderfully scary movies. Now, we all know it's not real. I mean, so all of us big people know that these monsters, they're fake. They're just imaginary creatures created by people like Monster Man to make our, make our pulse race, to make our eyes pop out. I mean, we, we sit in a dark theater or at home in front of our TVs munching on popcorn, and we jump when Jason or Freddy or whatever hideous creature pops out. Yet again, we still know it's not real. So if we big people know that these monsters are just figments of our imagination and that it's really only in our heads, why do we grown adults stop in our tracks when a very similar monster pops up along our path to success? It seems that for far too many people, the closer they come to reaching their, their dreams, their desires, and their goals, the more monstrous creations come from their emotions and their self-talk. I mean, their their monsters are coming from within. Can you remember the last time you were watching a good horror movie? It was a really spooky one. And you told yourself, or the person sitting next to you, right quietly, don't go into that dark attic. I mean, really? It's all covered with spider webs, and there's creepy sounds come from in there. Don't go into the house, or the one I always say, don't run upstairs, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Let's get back here. Well, as you start getting close to reaching your big goal, here's the question. 
is your inner monster man creating the same kind of warnings and then covering them in fake blood? Right? Is he telling you things like, stop here, you can't go any further? <laughs> Sorry. Um, or really, it's be back, be true to this. You're not going, you're not good enough. Or asking you things, or telling you things like, you're going to get hurt. Are you serious? You're going to mess this all up. Oh my God, everyone's going to laugh at you for even trying. Or, you're going to die. Well, uh, 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 uh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Too dramatic, right? Anyway, seriously, you have to be very, very careful because your inner monster man knows exactly how to get right under your skin. I mean, it's you after all. So if you fall prey to that inner monster man, that inner Jason or that inner Freddy, they can and they will steal your dreams. They'll leave you feeling scattered, feeling confused, walking around, unfocused, and that's going to open you up to an even more insidious monster known as procrastination. And procrastination is the true Dracula of dreams, sucking the lifeblood out of your goals in so many seductive manners. So, that's great, Tracy, but how do I find my way around? Well, that's a great question. How do you find your way around? How do you navigate the darkness that all of these monsters are trying to create? Well, the first thing is you have to peel back those special effects, all those special effects that your mind is creating so that you can see what is true versus what is being creatively crafted by your mental monster man. You have to confront the misinformation that your ego or that your monster man is putting out. If you don't, you quite probably are going to quit going after your dreams, stop chasing your desires, and stop striving for your goals altogether. So, if you find yourself locked in the bathroom with the monster trying to kick in your mental door, then the best way to repossess your power over him is by focusing on just the positive facts from your life. You see, your past successes, no matter how small, will be the cross to your Dracula the knife in the heart of your Jason, and the silver bullet to your mental werewolves. But you're going to have to stick to just the facts, ma'am. Okay, okay. Given all the movie connections I have made thus far in this episode, <laughs> or in this podcast, I would imagine that you quickly thought of the TV show or the movie Dragnet when I said the phrase, just the facts, ma'am. In 1987, this movie starred Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks, and it was spawned from a television series that ran from 1951 to 59. It ran again in 1967 to 70, and then again in 1989 and 1990, and one more time in 2003. And there were also two other Dragnet movies, one in 1954 and a second one in 1969. But before all of this, it was a radio series that ran from 1949 through 1957, and one of the iconic catchphrases that came out of this long run of radio, TV, and movies was, Just the Facts, Man, Just the Facts, Ma'am, which was supposedly said by the key character, that no-nonsense detective, Sergeant Joe Friday. You see, during the course of investigations, he would quite often be faced with and have to question some very hysterical overly expressive and jabberingly confused witnesses and Joe would always try to reel them in and get right to just the facts ma'am oh here's a cool fact by the way is he never actually uttered that exact phrase he never said 
just the facts, ma'am, as we've all associated to that phrase, that phrase to that franchise. The closest that Joe ever actually came was saying, all we want are the facts, ma'am, or all we know are the facts, ma'am, and that's just a fact. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, let us get back to just the facts, ma'am. You see, by avoiding or peeling away all the misleading, emotionally enhanced explanations that riddled the witnesses' minds, Joe disenabled the tough but not hard, conservative but caring, Sergeant Joe Friday to build a rock-solid case and, of course, eventually catch the bad guy. Here's what you need to do. I need you to build a rock-solid case in order to avoid the goal-sucking attacks of your dream Dracula by avoiding or peeling away all the misleading, emotionally enhanced explanations in the pieces of your past, be it yesterday or yesteryear, and sticking to just the facts of your accomplishments, be they large or small, you can build a rock-solid case and a firm foundation from which you can erect your dream. Right? How? Well, let's do what Sergeant Joe Friday did with all those facts. Write them down. You see, your inner monster man's real power comes from its constant disheartening. It's daily, even hourly, whittling away your beliefs in yourself, your beliefs in your dreams, your beliefs in your ability to pull those two together, right? pulling yourself and your dreams into the same place. You see, this ongoing discouragement even distorts your memory of the past, much like we all quote-unquote remember Sergeant Friday saying, just the facts, ma'am, when he never actually uttered those words. This ongoing mental deterioration narrows your vision keeps you from truly seeing how wonderful and powerful a person you are inside. You see, you are way more formidable than any inner monster man will ever be if you just catch them at, your, at their dream-stealing game and take action to spoil their underhanded attempt to steer you off your path of success and away from your success atlas. One of your Monster Man's key underhanded tactics is to keep your focus away from any time in your life that you accomplished a goal or even felt good about what you were doing or what you did. So, that's great, Tracy, but how, how do I keep my focus on those parts of my life? How do I you know, remember them? Well, a victories journal. That's how. See, keeping and creating a victories journal of your true, honest, and factual successes is just another silver bullet for your inner monster man. Your victory journal is an active step that you can take on an ongoing basis to dismiss the destructive, uh, to get rid of the self-esteem corroding self-talk that your monster man wants to spread within you. Uh, oh, I hate that, right? You've got to get rid of all that self-esteem eroding self-talk. Seriously, though, you need to disregard anything that you stumble and bumble through. Or where you keep coming up shorthanded. Hey, I'm not great at math. Oh, but you know what? You're probably a whiz at English. See, instead of remembering all the stuff you stumble and bumble through, or you keep coming up shorthanded, I want you to write down your victories as evidence to your monster man that you are in fact lovable, that you are talented in so many ways, and that you are worthy of having all that you dream, desire, and deserve. 
I believe in this fact of uh, Victory Journal so strongly that it's the first step that I tell anyone to go through when they start setting goals. I even made it the first step in my goal-setting system. I mean, if you go to uh, YourSuccessAtLast.com forward slash goal forms, G-O-A-L-F-O-R-M-S, all one word, you can get a free copy of my goal-setting system and all the forms that come with it. And the first thing you need to do to turn your monster man's big growling werewolf into a little bitty pup is to give yourself credit for the things you've already accomplished, right? I mean, I've done things. You've done all kinds of things. You need to acknowledge the victories you've experienced. Create your own victories journal. Go to YourSuccessAtLast.com forward slash goal forms and use the victory sheet that you get in my goal system. And take some time to write down at least a minimum of five victories that you have accomplished in each area of your life that you're proud of. And when I say each area of your life, I mean all the key eight areas. Those are personal, family, professional, financial, physical, mental, spiritual, and social. Write down five victories in each one of these areas, and you're going to feel it, be feeling pumped. And here's the key. These victories do not have to be important to anyone else except you. They can be simple things or huge accomplishments. They could be miracles or minuscule. All right? Did you get that promotion you were looking for? Did you learn a new, sc a new skill that will, are, is eventually going to pay off in either fun or finances? It doesn't matter. All right? Were you able to get that first date with that someone special? Did you finally get up the courage to even ask them, even if you didn't get the date? Hey, getting up the courage to ask someone that you're afraid to ask, that's huge. Go for it. Write it down. Anything that you feel proud of having accomplished, I want you to write it down. Acknowledge the accomplishment. The primary reason for this is to give yourself credit for what you've already accomplished in your life. Seriously. Pat yourself on the back. Break your arm doing it. I don't care. Because if you think about it, you probably accomplished a number of these things haphazardly. You did it without a defined goal or a plan to achieve them. Now, you still accomplish them. Now think about what you could accomplish if you set up, set up a defined plan, if you had your success atlas and you worked it every day towards reaching that goal. You could probably multiply the effects of your past actions by 5, by 10, by 50. Heck, you probably multiply them by 100. Isn't that what you want, to get to your goal faster? Isn't that one of the reasons why you're listening to this podcast? How do I get to be more successful faster, Tracy? Of course. So what I want you to do is I want you to write down those things that you have already accomplished. Give yourself that internal credit for what you've already done. No matter how small. Did you get through college? Did you get through high school? Did you get through elementary school? Were you able to bite your tongue when someone was yelling and screaming at you and you were in the right? Write it down. All right? Acknowledge your victories. Be proud of them. Fend off your monster man with just the facts, ma'am. Look at not only all your accomplishments, big and small, but write down those times when you just felt good about yourself. Did you pay for a stranger's coffee in the, in the Starbucks, Starbucks drive through line? Just because. Did an old friend call you up out of the blue? When you were blue, hmm? Did your son or daughter draw you a picture? Um, as I turn to my right in my office here, I look up this wonderfully detailed picture of Gene Simmons. My daughter Shandy drew me. I love it. 
Every time I look at it, I remember all the time and the heartfelt talent she put into this. Makes me feel good inside. Did your significant other let you know that they truly love and appreciate you? Well, then write it down. You see, amassing all this indispensable proof can and will refresh your awareness that you are in fact lovable. You are talented, again, in so many ways. And you are worthy of having all that you dream, everything you desire, and everything you deserve. So write it all down. And then any time that you're feeling that ominous shadow of your monster man and all his creations sneaking up on you, review your victories journal. Remind yourself that you have been victorious in many, many situations. And you'll feel the monster man's power slip through his bluffing little fingers. Now I say bluffing because you see, your perception of the world and the events unfolding around you are your reality. These perceptions can be bluffed by your inner monster man. Altering your perceptions alters your reality. The monster man's primary tactic is bluffing. Because actually, the monster man has, he can only bluff because he never truly is holding a winning hand. All the winning cards, yeah, they're in your hand. You merely have to choose to play them. In playing your cards, though, let's be honest, you're going to win a few, you're going to lose a few, you'll have a couple of draws, right? But at least you're playing the game at that point. Learn from your losses, what didn't work, and don't play that kind of hand again. Easy, right? Focus on the wins, what did work. Log those wins into your victory journal. In doing so, you're going to accumulate this life's worth of experience that will prove to you and to your monster man that you can and will repeatedly reach your goals. When the movie gets really scary, or when the game of life gets really tough, and that monster man bluffs with one of his seemingly scary creations, that's the time that you pull out your wild card. That wild card is your victories journal. Sit down, reread, review your wins. Then armed with this silver bullet, it'll be like rewatching Braveheart, and you'll mentally come away yelling, FREEDOM! Because you'll be focusing on just the facts, ma'am, not the monsters in your mind. So you will keep moving towards your dream, your desire, and your goal. All right. In today's quick tip now, I want to build from this whole monster man dream stealing discussion and share a couple of ideas, or share an idea and a couple of questions to make sure that you're not being someone else's dream Dracula or feeding their inner monster man. No, we don't want to do that. We don't want to deal with our monster man. We certainly don't want to be feeding someone else's. Because remember that through your gifts and talents, you have the ability to prove, uh, to improve any uh, situation. You can inspire those that you've attracted into your life. But therein lies the danger that you can also consciously or unconsciously feed someone's monster man. So I wanted to leave you with three questions to help you ponder how you're impacting those around you. Question number one, how does your life make a difference in the lives of others? I mean, how are you helping the lives of those around you? Or are you causing their monster man to, real, uh, to rear his ugly talents? Are you feeding off someone else's life? Or are you enhancing it? All right? Remember that. How does your life make a difference in the lives of others? Make it a positive one. Question number two, do your words destroy or build up others? Are you building them up or are you holding them down? Are you being their brave heart or their dream Dracula? Often we, we say things that we think are right. 
Cause, but you got to remember that sometimes even your honesty at the wrong time or said in the wrong way can drain their dreams. You don't want to do that. Do your words destroy or build up others? I want you to lie to them, but I want you to be, I don't want you to be feeding their monster. Don't be their dream Dracula. All right. Number three, do people seem to enjoy your company? Oh my God, this is a big one. Are you the happy person everyone wants to be around? Are you that emotional ghoul that everyone tends to pull away from? That's yeah, probably an easy call. If you're being the emotional ghoul, eh, go back and reread this. Go reread your victories journal. Write your victories journal, right? Become the happy person. Don't become the brave heart. Don't be the ghoul. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to start your victory journal today. I want you to build up your arsenal of ammunition against your inner monster man. You can go just write it down on a piece of paper. Start a word document, however you want to do it. Go to yoursuccessatlast.com forward slash goal forms and get a copy of the goal system. It has it in the victory sheet so it will get you started. And I can ensure you that your Freddy Krueger, your Jason Voorhees, and your monster man will not be able to bluff you out of your dreams, your desires, or your goals. Till next time, think successfully and take action. Have a good one.